Good morning. Good morning. I hope you all survived Thanksgiving. No family fights. Just love. Just love. You remember the song? All we need is love. Da, 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 da. All we need is love. Da, 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 da. All we need is love, love, love. Love is all we need. Is it? And what is love? What is love? Remember that old song by Tina Turner? What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love with a second-hand emotion? Is it? What is love? Love has to do with everything. For on this hang all the law and the prophets, that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength. All your heart. You ever gave your heart to a lover? All your mind. You ever studied vociferously for your finals or for your doctorate degree or for a certificate? And all your strength. You ever exercised in the gym for four hours or searched for four hours or played basketball for four hours or football for four hours or ran a marathon for six hours or built a house or physically gave yourself to something, to time? Do you really love God? Think about your mind and your heart and your body your strength, the investment of your physicality, material, the material matter does matter. Oh, well, they, they know my heart, but do they know your actions? Your actions. Well, I intended the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, I said but you didn't do what it's a love the Lord your God with all your heart all your mind and all your strength something happens when we love with all our heart all our mind and all our strength we really don't have to worry about dotting all the I's crossing all the T's and closing all the E's making A's and B's because love becomes such a motivating factor that it in itself automatically somehow or another becomes an inclusive energy that attracts obedience. You don't have to be faithful to your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend because you have a, a rule sheet posted, do you? Or do you? Do you remind yourself when you're out away from your lovers that you can't look at someone else or maybe you can look at them but you can't get their telephone number or maybe you can get their telephone number but you can't actually hook up or maybe you hook up but you can't actually go all the way 
you have a conscience love law. The law of love is seared upon the conscience transformed in the mind automatically without having to have a surveillance camera and a security guard to make sure you're faithful to your wife or faithful to your husband. Doesn't have to monitor you. And then that person that knows you love them doesn't interrogate you when they see you. Where were you last night? You came home late. Why didn't you call me? What were you doing? Who were you with? That's because there's no trust. There's no trust because you are not trustworthy. And when you are not trustworthy, why do they not trust you? Because they know that they have someone that's not trustworthy. And sometimes it's projection because they don't trust themselves. So they assume that you would do what they would do. Many times you are trustworthy too. But the person you're dating isn't. So they're the ones that are uneasy. Or they've been so brandished, burned, and bent by previous relationships that you suffer the consequence of that. Now you have a relationship with them. Oh, why are you always this way? Why are you always questioning me? Why are you always? Why don't you trust me? Why? Well, because John did this to me, and Mark did this to me, and Billy did this to me, and Brandon did this to me. But I'm me. I'm none of them. It doesn't matter. I'm ruined for my past, and I'm now going to hold the current person in my present accountable. Depression is about the past. Anxiety is about future events. And nervousness, distrust, untrust, mistrust is about the present ones. No, you understand that. I gave you a earthly example. But most of you are more faithful to your lovers than to God. You spend more time with your job than with God. More times about making money than with God. More times about getting man's stamp of approval than God's. That includes work, vocation, and academia. More time about the pets you buy and the time you spend than with God. And dogs spell backwards is God, by the way. So the dogs become your gods. The Egyptians were known for that as well. And let's not get into your lovers and the amount of time that you spend with your lovers. I, I went to a church once, more than once, I've been to many. And I could not help but notice, sadly, how even in church, couples turn it into a date about them. Now, Muslims don't do that, thank God. Mormons don't do that, but modern Christians do. And I say modern Christians because Christians did not used to do that either until they became highly feminized. Now church isn't about God. Every opportunity, it's about the woman, the sirens. And that's what the Statue of Liberty is. It's a siren symbol. Do your history. That's what the symbol of Starbucks is. It's a siren symbol. And guess what it means? To lure men into the rocks to kill them. Look at your history. Then if it was to lure women in the rocks to kill them, all the women in America would be protesting Starbucks. But Starbucks is allowed to get away with that and purported 
Even the word Starbucks used to be the dominant word for the coffee company until they changed it and made it a Greek mythological demonic symbol of the death of men. And the devil is always about trying to kill the men. Isn't that interesting? But I do digress. They went to church and they had their hands on each other's laps, their hands around each other's shoulders like they're having a date night at a cafe. Weren't focused on God. You know, you're not even allowed really to do that work. And even work has rules about relationships. You know, you're not really allowed to do that in school when you're sitting in a lecture hall with a professor at your universities. They want your attention, they want your focus. You're definitely not allowed to do that in sports. But somehow or another, when it comes to God, we are lazy with our behavior. We give God the smallest pension of our money, just a modicum of it, as a token. We give him the smallest attention of our time and our physical, all our mind, body and strength can even have his full attention. We have to have someone while we're listening to our sermon, particularly the women rubbing the back of the men, hand on the knee, and you're sitting with them. It's not a date. Sorry, folks. Church ain't a date with your girlfriend. It's a date with God. Guarantee you when you're going out with your girlfriend, you don't bring your Bible to the movie theater or to the dinner table, do you? But when it comes to God, Somehow another woman has to insert herself at all times because she has to all time have control over you. You allow it because you've already decided that sex is your God. And you know better than that, don't you? Why is it we accept the rules of men, but not the rules of God? That's in my previous podcast. You guys should have listened to it. Last man, you men, get your act together. What are you teaching your daughters and your sons when you know they can sleep with women that are not their wives? That is called fornication. It's a sin, a willful, evil sin. We are Christians, followers of Jesus. Why? Why do we go to church and not sit with the brethren? Haven't you had enough time already? Why? Because the distraction is always to make it about her voice than God's voice. Have you not read the Bible? God's rebuke to Adam? Because you listened to her. You already knew the rules, Adam. I get Eve tempted you, but you should have said no because you have my voice in your head. She did not create you. She did not save you. She did not redeem you. She did not form you. She did not breathe breath into you. I did. Every man and woman after Adam and Eve came through the womb of a woman. But first man came through the hand of God. And God is always trying to get first man to remind every other man thereafter that God is first. Adam never had to be breastfed. He was God fed. But every man thereafter became breastfed. 
Now the man has the dubious task to put God over the breast. And most of you do not. Not because you cannot. It is because you will not. So he gives you the freedom to test your will. To see if you would make a logical choice. God sat down with Abraham and said, you're going to have a child. I'm going to give you what? God said that. My God, what if Jeff Bezos came to your house or Bill Gates came to your house and said, you know what? You want to work for the next hundred years. I've already set up a trust fund for you. You wouldn't doubt it. You have more trust than a man down here on the planet that's worth billions of dollars. You would be laughing and joking and just making plans. But God already did that. Do you not trust the words of God over the words of men? Abraham, I'm going to give you a baby. And his wife was there when she heard him. But because of the sin of Satan in the garden, the woman will always have a clearer path to derail you than you derail her. And God tests you to see whose voice you're going to listen to. And what did Eve do? Mislead her husband. What did Sarah do after she knew the words of God? Told Abraham, I came up with a better plan than God. I have a maid over there. Go, go sleep with her. Go violate your sexual covenant. And I approve of it because I want a baby. You know, lesbian women are known to make relationships with straight men so they don't have to pay the money to get a baby through in vitro and all of that other expensive process. So they go and they find men typically in churches in the lesbian community, get pregnant. Some of them will marry the man in order to tie down a financial obligation to help with the support of the child and then go back to their lovers. Yes. Why does it work? Because you men are too stupid. You men put a pair of legs and a pair of breasts over God. Abraham did, and to this day, in the Middle East and all over the world, Muslims and Jews are fighting like hell and bringing every other nation in the middle of it. All because Abraham, who had the word from God, decided to listen to his wife more than God. And the woman had no problem misleading him. What's wrong with you men? Joseph had the sense when the woman tried to grab him because he was tall, strong, dark, and handsome. Sounds like me. <laughs> and guess what? In the prime of his youth, knowing that he's young, full of sexual libido, surely I can bed him while my husband is away. And she tried. But Joseph ran she pulled the clothes off of him while he was running. Joseph had character and integrity. Women will take advantage of men because they know that men have sex on their mind by nature. It is up to a man to keep that sex on his mind under control by his nature in the nature of God when God is his king. But the woman would give him sex to control him and you allow it. You are violating God's laws against yourself and then wonder why you are supposed to say no you're not supposed to be lured you say no because you have character you obey that law that's the strength yet look at the secular world all it takes for a man 
to do what he wants is to write a law that he's willing to obey. Listen, willing to obey. Gay marriage is willingness to obey. I wrote a law that we like. I'm going to marry my beast. Now you can marry animals in parts of this world and in states. You can make a relationship with an animal. Where does it stop? Well, it won't. Because the Bible says all the evil imaginations of their minds shall have no end. The problem is not what the world does. It's not what Hillary Clinton and the liberals, progressives and Marxists and Satanists do. The problem is what you and I do. We who know God and have Bibles don't even follow it or talk about the law of it. The law, it's not grace. All law is grace. Law is order. Do not confuse it. It has nothing to do with not grace. You make vows to your job and to your wives. And it is noted by a notary, legal documents that say what you agreed to and you're held accountable. That's a law. Now you've got people like Mayor Pete Bootyish saying being gay in America is like being black. Wow, really? What an insult. Discrimination for the sake of discrimination has nothing to do with being black or being pink or being caramel. Now we conflate in order to demean God, we bring him down on our level. The moral laws of God we bring down on earthly levels in order to dethrone them, take their power away, their imminent domain. Federal law is different than state law. State law is different than municipality. The local magistrate is different than the sheriff of the county. Sheriff of the county is different than the state attorney general. The state attorney general has a different authority than the federal. We dethrone, we take away the chain of command. The shift manager is not the supervisor. The supervisor is not the manager. The manager is not the general manager. The general manager is not the regional manager. And the regional manager is not the vice president of the company. There's a chain of command with God. But we do this in all areas of our life. Guys, get your act together. You see, if you really do love that person, you don't do that. Well, why won't you have sex with me? Because I love you. But it doesn't make sense. No, it makes all the sense in the world. Because I love you, I will not hurt you to satisfy a passion that destroys our spirit, our soul, and the law of God. Well, if you love me, why won't you marry me? Well, because I don't want to. I don't want you forever. I just want you for a few weeks. I want to try you out for a few months, maybe a few years, and then still move on to someone else. Well, then that's not love. That's not love. See, love does what's in the best interest of the other person, not what's in the weakest, lowest interest of my desires. Love makes the right choice. 
Love chooses the right choice. Not the worst one. Not door number two, but door number one. Love wants to do what's right, even when it feels what's wrong. That's called sacrifice. Why won't you do that? Because I'm sacrificing. Well, why won't you have that giant piece of chocolate cake? I want it, but I don't need it. The law, oh Lord, is what I love. I delight in it. Do you want God? You want God and need God. The only thing that's a want and a need is God. With man, it's back and forth between some things are want and some things are need and some things you need you don't want. Right? And most of what you want, you don't need. But the choices you make have to be predicated on the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of man. The wisdom of man is all over the place. That's why he can't settle on a law. You know how we keep making addendums and amendments? Because we can't settle on a law. Man's laws are not eternal. They're mutable, constantly changing. They can't settle on the law. Wake up tomorrow morning, they feel like a different person. They want to identify as something today that they didn't identify as yesterday. Man can't make up his mind what's right. Talk to anyone who studies law. The law journals are constantly being changed. The Bible isn't. Every day they got to rewrite laws and update laws because man is fickle, unstable in all his ways. Like a ship on the waves of the sea being tossed back and forth. I don't know what I want. I don't know who I am. I don't know. I don't know. And because of the frustration of not letting your maker tell you what you are and what you are to do. In your frustration, you tell yourself, I want no rules. I want no law because I can't make up my mind. Of course not. That's why you have a daddy. That's why you have a spiritual father. When you take it upon yourself to be nothing but all within yourself, that's a losing. That's a losing option. You will destroy yourself. You don't have to do that. He sent help. Help is on the way. Help is here. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Stop saying yes to women you should not be saying yes to and the things they want to do to you and with you and for you. Say yes to God and let them know why. The same way the LGBTQ does for the devil. They will tell you why they won't do this and why they won't eat meat and why they have to have energy like this and animals. They will, without doubt, shout you down. They're committed to their derisions and their delusions, but you're not committed to your decision and your fusion with Christ. Because... If all is true, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind and all your strength? Do you? Or is church a date with her and not with him, your maker? Stop sitting with the women in church and sit with your brothers and your fathers and your men. It is not a date to be distracted from God's word. So that when you do sit with your wife at home, 
You will love her the way God wants you to love her. Your wife, not your girlfriend. Girlfriends are not wives. I hate to tell you guys that. Stop treating your girlfriends like they're your wife. They are not your wife. There is no commitment. There is no contract. You can't go and work for a place and call yourself an employee of it until you become an employee of it. You're not there to play games and pretend and play house. It's demonic. It is not the way of God. But you can make that choice and choose to do the same thing the LGBTQ does. Rewrite the book, rewrite the laws of what the American flag means, what the Constitution means. And don't go with what it actually is. Because you don't like what the flag represents and you don't like what the Constitution says. So if you are a liberal or an LGBTQ member, you change it. You don't like it, so you rewrite it and you fight it. Well, Christians do the same thing. Remind them that they're not supposed to have premarital sex. They don't like it. They fight it the same way the LGBTQ fights the rules in this country. Because mankind hates the order of God no matter who they are. Even Christians hate the order of God. Jesus said, many say they love me, but they don't. Their lips are with me, but their hearts are far from me. How are you any different? When you put the flag of your own lust and desires above the will of God, God's constitution is the Bible, but you don't like that either. Our constitution in this country, Federalist Papers, the Declaration of Independence, but the liberals don't like that. How are you any different than the liberals? How are you any different? Rewriting God's law, how you want to identify. You're going to redefine what love is. Love is not divorce. Love is not fornication. That's sex with people that you're not married to. Love is not multiple wives. We went through an evolution of our growth in the early stages of our curse. From Adam to Christ. God working it out with humanity as man is slowly being weaned and waned off his derision. They started off with all kinds of things, but God slowly waned them off. Multiple wives, lots of women, slowly waned them off. Things that were done under the old covenant that are not done under the new They weren't supposed to be done then, but man was so wicked, so dark in the early stages of his derision, his decision to follow the devil, that it took millennia to bring man out of it. Although some man, even back in the old covenant, if you read and look, were holy. Not every man did that back then. Only few had the power and the will, but most did not until God worked it unto all humanity to have access to it. But it took a while by human standards time, not by God's, by ours. Seems like it took a while, doesn't it? But there is no time with God, only with you and I. But don't look back on the past and hold God angrily on your conscience because of something in the past like many minorities do about slavery or women do about suffrage or sexism move on you have salvation today act like it even people back then didn't do that a lot did but a lot didn't 
There'll always be some that do and some that don't. God doesn't need everybody. He needs somebody. Be the somebody. Not just anybody, but the body that isn't like anybody. Walk differently. A man that walks with anyone can't walk alone. But a man that can walk alone can walk with anyone. Where are the courage of your convictions? Or they wound up in all your addictions. We all come from something. We all have a past. We can't live in our past as a victim of what mommy did, daddy did, what mommy was, what daddy was. Gideon's father made false gods or had false gods in his front yard. God told Gideon to tear it down. Abraham's father made idols. God said, Abraham, get out of your father's house. You're no longer going to make idols. When your parents go down the wrong path, you go down the right path, go up the right path. You become a minister to your parents. God said a child shall lead them. Sometimes our parents made mistakes that they shouldn't have because they were no better. Hopefully you were better. Don't make their mistakes. Your mistakes should be new, but not the ones they did because they should have been wise enough to show you not to follow their mistakes. Son, don't do that. Pop did that. You're going to have to go down a new era of mistakes, but I can tell you not to go down there. Proverbs 3 teaches you that. In my office, we have rules in the kitchen by the EPA and the safety codes of California that require us to put on the wall what the rules are about sexual harassment, about safety, about all kinds of things. And they come in and check it once a year to make sure you have it posted. Proverbs 3 says, write it on your heart, write it on the doorpost of your homes, put it in front of you, put it on your forehead. Don't trust yourself, trust God.